When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wondering what's next in your business or personal life? Welcome to Success to Significance, Life After Breaking Through Glass Ceilings, a podcast dedicated to helping you with all of life's challenges, discoveries, and opportunities. Whether you're seeking a new career, retirement, or simply wanting to make an impact in your community or the world, join Jen Duplessis and her guests as they explore how to start, what to do when you're in the thick of a change or growth, and how to leave a mark in this world after breaking through your next achievement. You are moments away from the aha you've been seeking. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this episode. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis, and I am delighted today to have a great guest with us by the name of Melissa, and I gotta look it down, Melissa Bachnight. Hi, Melissa. Welcome to the Hello. show. I say this almost every podcast. Go listen to them all. I say, I'm going to get your name, and then I don't get your name, and I talk about not getting your name every single time. It's like having, having one of those rooms of mirrors. It's just yeah, yeah. the same thing every single time. It's crazy. Let me take this opportunity to introduce you to uh, Melissa so that we can get started with this podcast and share with everyone about your um, personal and life coaching. So you are a life and business coach, the founder of The Ripple Connection, which I absolutely love the name and I can't wait till we talk about more about that. And um, you're also the executive in executive director with uh, Beauty Counter, which is a network marketing industry. Uh, you're committed to helping women come alive and nurture their whole selves, which I love through sales. And I know sales is the thing we'll be talking about. You spent over 15 years in sales, 16 years in sales, um, being an award-winning sales representative and you're crushing it. But on the inside, you felt really unfulfilled. It's a big word that I use all the time, unfulfilled, anxious, and you knew that you wanted more. And so your wake up call I don't want to read what your makeup wake up call is. I'm going to let you tell us what your makeup call is. Right. And now you're just deeply passionate about creating an aligned life um, and business, you know, by design, her own design. So welcome to our show. We are delighted to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you. It's so funny when people stumble over my name, my, my maiden name was Holmes. And I told my husband, I'm like, your life will be easier if we just keep my name. We don't have to explain it. We don't have to spell it. But yeah, B is in boy, A, U, I get it. I know you're doing that. Yeah. My maiden name is Krabbenhoft. So I, I have the worst of both sides. It just, no matter what happened and and you'd think I'd learn that, but anyway, and now I know it's Bach night. I won't have any problems with it whatsoever. So, so let's talk about this week. Well, before we talk about the wake up call, um, tell us what you do. Tell us what you do. Like you were telling me in the green room. Yeah. So what I do is, you know, I believe that we use our struggles and our triumphs and we use them to teach other people. And, and at least for me, my hope is to make the journey easier for women than it was for me to get to where I am. And so what I do is I coach in one-on-one or in group masterminds. And 
I give women permission to own their gifts. I help them step into their value, their worth to actually create a life that works for them versus one that is all by society's design or what their parents said that they should do and, and give them the tools and the structure to, to go for it in life, to actually find joy and love what they do versus just getting through the day. Yeah. So in a nutshell, based on our conversation, you help women not feel so icky in sales. Yes. (laughs) That is one of the things. Yeah. Not feel so icky in sales because I know that um, it's a worth thing. You know, it's a, it's a self-worth way. Cause I know this in, in, you know, the coaching that I do, or, and even in the sales that I do, right. Is that yeah. we just, we cut our costs, we cut our worth, we give more than we should. Whereas men are like, you know, Hey, it's look, it's 10 bucks, leave it or, you know, love it or leave yeah. it. And we're like, Oh, well, you know, if it's $10, maybe what I could do is throw in something, or maybe it's $8, you know, and we kind of take that approach. Right. So, so I want to go back to to something you said is, you know, you help women own their gifts. So explain that to us. How do you even figure out what that is? And then how do you help them own their gift? They don't quite understand how that process works. Yeah. So a lot of times we end up in careers that we just thought we should do, right. We went to college, we checked the boxes and then here we are and we're 40 and we're like, what am I doing? Or 58. Yeah. Or 58. <laughs> <laughs> and at some point there's a wake up of like, what am I doing? Right. Right. And so we might start with just asking them what they love. We might do a, I have a partner that I work with who helps them with human design. So really looking at the blueprint of their soul, like, what are you here to do? What is the impact that you want to make? So it's a lot of getting curious, having the, having them do self-reflection on what do I want to do? What brings me joy? What pieces of my life do I actually love? And what do I really need to let go of? So, and part of that's just giving them permission to, to take a look. Yeah. And I think that's a super important point. You know, I had that breakthrough several times and, you know, even if you're in your forties, you're going to have it again, you'll have another one. So be prepared. It's coming. (laughs) And yeah, I mean, those, those types of things are really important for you to really feel figure out, you know, what truly fulfills you, what makes you, you know, be fulfilled on a regular basis and how can you get more of that? You know, and and increasing that awareness um, for that, right? Yeah, I think that's, you know, super interesting. What have you found in working with other women, you know, for the last 15, 16 years? I mean, not so much men, just women. Sorry, men who are listening, we will get there. But, you know, what have you found is one or two, maybe even three things that are, you know, a thread, and I won't call it golden (laughs) right now, but we'll call it sort of a nasty thread that's going through women who are entrepreneurs and business owners and in sales. Yeah. I mean, I think part of it is this idea that we need to be Mm self-sacrificing. And I know that's an obvious one, but it is, it's, it's like a plague in women that we think, or women think that everybody else comes first and I'll take care of me later, which never happens with that mentality. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is fear of other people's opinions, Mm -hmm. especially around sales. 
Yeah. In what in what way do you mean that? What about their opinion? Like that will be too pushy, considered to be too pushy. No, it's not manly. Is it a judgment from women to women, or is it a judgment from society to women? I think it's more of the I am not confident in who I am and what I'm going to say, and I'm worried how it'll be received. Mm. So I don't know that it's, it's woman to woman, but it's, it's in general, it's like, it's like an owning your voice. Yeah. Self-judgment. Yeah. Self-judgment. And then projecting that onto other people who haven't even said it, but making this assumption that who, whatever I say, they're going to think X, Y, and Z. So I'm just going to stay quiet. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting that I, it's actually interesting that you say that because in the, in the career that I had, you know, before I retired from that industry, you know, I had that in the beginning, I think, I believe I had that in the beginning, but uh, more than half of my 35 year career, I didn't have that feeling. I was just who I was, right? Like get out of my way. And I mean, that's just part of my nature. That's my gift, by the way, that my gift, my gift is tell me I can't, and I'm going to show you get out of the way. Right. And that is a gift. So how do you find the gift? How does a woman say, but what is my gift? Okay. Now I know what fulfills me. I know that I want to go drink wine all the time. I know that I want to, (laughs) I want to play tennis. I want to do these things, but what's my gift? I don't know what my gift is. How do you get to that? It's a very complex question, I think. But I, I think that there's an inner knowing. I mean, a lot of what I do is getting women to trust mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. because it's not about asking me or asking you or reading it in a book. It's not about what's out here outside yeah. of yourself. It's actually getting them to slow down, quiet down and listen Yeah, <laughs> because I think we know. Yeah. And I think you also know that you have multitudes of gifts. Once you find one, they all just keep flying in, right? And now you're saying, oh my gosh, I have even other guests too. Do you think that, because you said it's not asking people. So if someone is not as intuitive as they normally would be, right? And I think this is appropriate for men as well. Men have gifts. There are gifts that men have, you know, that uh, my husband has unbelievable gifts that he needs to work on (laughs) more. People tend to hide their gifts, but once you have, you know, you've kind of, you deciphered, figured out one gift, they seem to all start popping in and you start going, wow, I, now I have this gift and this, but you had said, don't ask other people, but do you think that to a certain extent you could get started with that? Um, because the only reason why I say that is that I had done that once I had said, not what are my gifts, <laughs> but I had said, Hey, you know, the old branding question, right? What yeah. are three words to describe me? Right. Yeah. And those three words that came back fulfilled my intuition mm-hmm. to what I thought it was. So yeah. it validated it, which was good because I was glad that, that, that what I thought I was projecting was actually happening. And that's where that work really started is, wow, I really do have this gift, but I've since discovered that that gift is in business. And then I've got gifts that are in connections. Like you're talking about your, you know, connection, the ripple connection. So tell us a little bit about So maybe answer that question, you know, can you ask other people to say, because I think if you, even if you look at testimonials from clients, the, the signs are all in there, Mm -hmm. the way that you work with them. Yeah. I agree that it's validating. There's, there's like the, the cross between your inner knowing and then the external validation. So there are lots of 
tests you can do, right? You can do human design, you can do um, Enneagram, you can do Myers-Briggs. So you can do some of those tests yeah. to like to learn how to find your strengths. Yeah. And another thing that I've done, I did it early on in my personal growth journey was interview people. Yeah. How do I occur for you? Like what, right. what difference have I made in your life? What do you come to me for? Like, what do you look to me for? What is something I've inspired you to do? And so you can start to, to information gather if yeah. you're in the very beginning stages. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a great place to start other than the slow down to speed up instead of speeding up, slow down. Right. <laughs> I was reminded about a book that I I failed to say this a few minutes ago. So I'm going to say it now, but there was a TV show and I can't think of her name right now. You might know her, but anyway, she wrote a book. Uh, She was a character on TV show, really funny. In fact, I think she even played Lois Lane in the new version of the new, or well, it was 25 years ago, maybe 30 years ago. (laughs) It's Superman um, series and stuff. But uh, she played, played in this, this TV show and she wrote a book called Burnt Toast. Okay. And, and really what the whole book is about, and I occasionally get it out and look at it is that as women, we're like, we'll take the burnt toast. Don't worry. It's burnt. I got it. You take all this, right. The sacrifice that you were saying. so I just want to bring that up too. So what inspires you? There's a, you know, there's a difference between motivation and inspiration. You know, motivation is short lived. You have to go get more of it by going to a concert. Right. Or a conference or something. Um, But inspiration is something that just goes constantly up and up and up. It's the thing that fuels you. Where does your inspiration come from? And and perhaps this is the story where you had the pinnacle moment with your mother. (laughs) You know, it's interesting. I I used to think that I was really externally motivated, like chasing the trophy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what I've come to realize is that. I'm actually inspired and this might sound cheesy, but I'm, I'm really inspired by getting to know myself Mm -hmm. and the create your ripple or the ripple connection came from this idea that we are our ripple. Like we are our gift and our work is to just get to know ourselves. And so I find the more that I give myself permission to do that Mm -hmm. and I find my voice and I'm less anxious and I find peace of mind and joy, then I want to give that away. And that's my gift. Yeah. I get to help other women find that. And so I'm inspired by my own journey inward and the difference that that gets to make for other women. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. And I, I think that shows through because you're, you know, even in your, your answers to your questions, you're just holding your line and holding your own. I'm challenging you on some things, <laughs> a little devil's advocate here and there, yeah. and you're just holding your line, right? Holding your line and saying, look at what inspires me as be being the true and natural me, you know, the advocate for, my, uh, for myself. So, so how does this apply to business? I get, I, you know, so we got all the life stuff down, you know, we're going to get we're going to get ourselves together. We're going to be designing our life and not have it by default, but by design. And, yeah. you know, and I love the, the human design. I actually have done mine. So I know what, what mine is. I'm a manifester, you know, and of course, you know, I was like, oh yeah, uh-huh, I know I am. This is nothing new. Yeah. Yep. Got it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, so we work on ourselves first and then we get into our business. So how does this apply to 
business? Because I know a lot of people that are listening into our podcast, you know, are in transition or thinking about transitioning, not because of age, but, you know, but because of the pandemic that we're in. So many people are looking at this constantly and saying, you know, really, do I want to be where I'm at? And could I go someplace else? So how does this reveal itself there in business? Women were not great at compartmentalizing our lives. And so, you know, whatever growth work we're doing on ourselves, it's, it's happening in our business. And I believe that what we're going through in this great resignation is people want to have time. They want to have flexibility and they want to do work that matters. They're tired of just showing up to make a paycheck and sacrificing their happiness. They're just not doing it anymore Mm -hmm. or they're finding a way to not do it anymore. And so I think when you commit to your core values, that transitions over to business and you get to hold those high when you're looking for what is my next move. Yeah. So whatever you're finding through COVID is like, I cannot sacrifice this anymore. This is incredibly important to me. Yeah. Then you go to, as you're looking for your next move, or if you're growing your business, remembering those at the foundation, because this is our life. Yeah. You know, we don't get a do over in this body. And so why, why waste our time? Yeah, I think that's a, a brilliant point, you know, to, uh, you know, go back to your core values, assuming someone has them, right? Yeah. And I think we all have them. We're just not sure what they are. No one yeah. really thinks about it. So how do you help people uh, discern core values? So many good questions. Um, you know, <laughs> some of them, like I used to use, uh, Scott Jeffries has a great core values um, exercise that I have referred to a lot. It's very detailed. Um some of the ways in which I do it is we might go through a verbal exercise where they just um, write down those things that they're unwilling, kind of unwavering things about themselves or about their principles. lives. Excuse yeah. me? Principles. Principles, right. About their about themselves and their lives that they're just like, these are the things that I'm unwilling to negotiate on or these are the top priorities in my life. Yeah. And so from there, you know, sort of phoning a friend, right. Phoning your values before you make a decision, because those, you know, we, we tend to make decisions uh, loosely and they are counterintuitive to the core values. And then we say, you know, I'm a failure. I didn't, I didn't this, I missed this kid thing. You know, I missed a husband, wife, you know, dinner or whatever it is. Um, yeah, so I think that's really super important. So what do you see, um, for women in the future moving forward? What are you seeing as a trend and a shift that's happening right now and how will that play out in the future? Mm, I love this question. I see women being women in the workplace and not trying to be a man is what I see in a very big way. And I love it. It is It is obviously I'm lighting up just talking about it, but I see women owning their empathy. I see women um, fighting for spaciousness. I see women crying, like having emotion and not being embarrassed by it. I, I really think that our learning to take these masculine gifts that we have and combining them with more of our, our feminine energy, that blend is going to be the the future of business. And we're not going to try to fit ourselves. And and this is not in a negative way. It's not towards men, but it's more, it's more of so hyper-masculine 
yeah. which is not a male female, but we have been trying to be hyper masculine. And I think that we're done with it. Yeah. Yeah. I was, if I want to share a story um, so that you can share a story <laughs> at another time. Um, so I am a uh, panelist at the University of Washington in Washington, D.C. once a year for um, an organization called Women in Business, WIB, which is just all of the, the students, the college students who are taking business courses, financial services, you know, finance, uh, accountants, finance, all that stuff. And I was I was there and I always wear a dress. It's very, very rare that you don't see me in a dress and I wear a dress and I got nails, right? <laughs> I have nails and I have jewelry and all this stuff. And, uh, this girl just like, it, I call it popcorn because it drives me crazy. When you ask that first question that the first piece of popcorn has to heat up and then the pop, yeah. and then everybody's got questions, boop, 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 right. But popcorn. And so that first piece of popcorn came up and she just like timidly put her hand up and I said, yes, yes, you back there. And she said, um, and I was talking finance and business and networking and all this stuff. And she said, um, is it okay to wear a dress to a business meeting? Oh, and I thought, oh my gosh, this is what our colleges and universities are teaching (laughs) or not teaching. And I said, uh, yeah, look what I'm wearing. Yes, you can. And so popcorn, right? So then I said, oh, oh, I got a question, question, question. I said, okay, what's that? And she said, can you wear nail polish? in a business meeting. <laughs> I would just showed her my finger that, yeah, you can. You can. <laughs> and I said, ladies, listen, you have to command the room. You have to have enough confidence to walk in the room, no matter who's in the room. It can be a room of women and it can be a room of men. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I'm walking in with the confidence I deliver right, right. in here. But, but that, and that was only four years ago. So we have such a long way to go because these, these girls are coming out into the workforce, right? And those of us that have uh, created the, you know, they're in our wake, they are in our wake and we are, you know, the boat out there, you know, dredging the way through all the waves and the, and the adversity and all that stuff. And they're in our wake and they don't know how easy they have it. And then, and then to think like that is just scary, Right. It's scary, but I know that we are powerful. I know that there are a multitude of, you know, influencers in the world today that are really making a difference. I'm not worried about it, but I do share it because I want people to know that that's, that sentiment is still there. Yeah. It's still there. we're, We're in the very beginning stages of this shift. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So thank, well, thank you for sharing all of that and sharing your wisdom with us. Uh, so I want to just ask what is happening in your practice now? What does the future hold for you personally? So that those that are listening in or watching can say, you know what? I'm really, really interested in what Melissa has to say. I am tired of default. I want design. Um, what's going forward for you? What does your journey look like? Yeah. Um, ever evolving. I I keep saying, I don't really wish that I was, I was able to be comfortable, but sometimes I'm like, why do I always feel like I I want to grow and expand and and keep building, but that's where I am. And so where I'm at right now is I am doing a four month group mastermind called bold. And so it is all about what we're talking about. It's to help women boldly own who they are and what they want to create in the world. And so it'll be a small group. Um, I'm excited. This is a pilot program for me and something that has been a dream of mine to create for about six years. Um, And from there, I'm going to be creating a membership and a global community for people living with impact 
and people living with intention. So women that are, are doing this work in the world. So bringing us all together, because I also believe when you ask about women and what's the future of us in business, it's collaboration. Oh, no question. No competition. Million percent. No competition. So really bringing us together in a collaborative way to, to stand in our gifts and to really lean on each other for support so that we can all rise. Yeah. Beautiful. Love that. So what is the best way for everyone to reach out to you? The best way we will have all your links here, but what is going to be the best way? The best way is to email me um, at hello at the ripple My new beautiful website is launching in two weeks. So yeah, it's released. It'll be, it'll be launched. Perfect. So (laughs) my website is www.theruppleconnection.com as well. And there's a connect on there. Oh, that's great. That's great. And so the last question I have for you, uh, you can answer one of three. Okay. One of three questions. Who's your mentor from afar that you wish you could meet? What's a quote or mantra that you live by? And or what book are you reading right now that you'd like to share with everyone? Mm, the quote, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Oh, yeah. It's nice. I love that. Yeah. And I think that that's exactly what you've been talking about here today is taking that first step to slow down, to listen to your voice, to listen to your intuition and men have intuition too. So gentlemen do the same thing. Listen to that intuition because you're probably at a crossroads. I know my husband's at a crossroads right now. Um, You know, the pandemic has made him second guess what he's doing. So we all have that that journey that we're all heading on now um, for those that are saying, you know, maybe I don't like to do what I was doing before. There's a plethora of others of us, you and me included that are in it (laughs) doing it. And there's no change right now. We don't have time for change. There's stuff going on. But uh, you know, I think that that is very apropos for what we're talking about. A journey of a thousand miles starts or begins with the first step. So I want to say thank you so much uh, for taking the step and getting on this podcast, being part of our community. We really appreciate it. And um, I just appreciate you being here. So thank you so much for sharing your expertise. Oh, you're so welcome. And thank you for having me here. I'm of course, of course. Well, again, everyone, thank you so much for listening in or watching. Um, please be sure to go to YouTube and subscribe to Jen Duplessis. Or, well, I keep saying .com, Jen Duplessis on my channel. Make sure that you're subscribing to uh, our videos there as well. And thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen in. And we hope that you walked away with something that will change your life. And if you feel up to it, give us a five-star rating and write a great review for and say something about Melissa. She, I know she would love to know that she made an impact. It's so hard when we're doing podcasts that because we don't know what everyone is receiving. So that is our method of keeping in touch with you. So thank you so much for joining us and have a fantastic day. And Melissa, again, thank you so much for being here with us today. You're welcome. Absolutely. You've been listening to Success to Significance with Jen Duplessis, the number one podcast for people wanting to give more value and make an impact. Loved this episode? Be sure to subscribe right now at www.jenduplessis.com slash S2S for more stories, strategies, and thoughts to help you gain significance and success. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. 
Join us next week for another breakthrough episode. Thank you for listening.